Hello, welcome to the Bush League Gaming Podcast, your source for ordinary opinions from ordinary gamers. Today, we're reviewing Roller Drome. I'm your host, Jacob Bush, and with me today, when he stays at a hotel, he only watches the channel that just plays information about the hotel. The other Nintendites, Brian Scalf. I got to get the lay of the land. That's important. Lay of the land. Yeah, once you, when you land where you are, you got to get the lay of the land. They just show like a continental breakfast usually. It's almost always just a continental breakfast. Just a breakfast. loop. Yeah. And then they'll be like, we can wake you up whenever you want. And that's pretty much it. There's always a couple getting massaged to like cut scenes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Their pool. Anyways. Their pool. He doesn't just blow on hot food to cool it down, but he also blows on cold food to warm it up. Your favorite Crip boy, Nick Beard. Well, I've got nothing for that. Can I make a confession? <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to hijack his. Uh, literally two nights ago, my family made fun of me because I was eating ice cream and it was like giving me a brain freeze and just the instincts in me took over and I blew on it. Can I also make a confession? You've done this Please. too. So as scientists in some ways, the law of ther thermodynamics assumes that if you're going to blow on something to cool it down, you vi can vice versa would work depending yeah. on the temperature of your mouth, which is warmer than the ice cream. All you're doing is bringing it closer to body temp. That's all you're doing. Just trying to adjust the shock to your system. So I wrote that one based on personal experience. You've so done that? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. I literally felt so dumb, but then I I had the same thought of like, I mean, technically it would warm it up, but you do look really dumb. You look stupid. It's It goes against everything. But the logic, the science behind it is the exact same yeah. if it was hot. But the science is sound. The science is Your sound. science lesson for today. But it goes against what you think. It also goes against my morals to just do something like that. That makes sense. We're here to talk about Roller Drum today. Released on PC, PS4, PS5 on August 16th, 2022. Developed by, oh no, yeah, it's Roll9. It's, it just autocorrected to Rolly for some reason. Oh, nice. Developed by Roll9. Roly They're also the developers behind the Ollie Ollie series. Published by Private Division, currently priced at $30. Genre is third person rollerblading arcade shooter. Brief description Roller. Roller drum. It, I'm gonna keep saying roller blade. I'm gonna try to say that because just brink. Roller drum is still Frank. a hard word for me. <laughs> yeah, it's good. that's why I keep saying roller derby. Roller drum is a visceral combat with fluid movement and tricking mechanics into one com com complementary and challenging whole. What in the world did I write, dude? You're this struggling right now. This read this. This is copied and pasted from Steam. Please read it out loud. Please. I think you you miscopied it. Roller drum is a visceral combat with fluid movement and tricking mechanics into one complementary and challenging hole to create an original adrenaline pumping shooter experience like no other. No, you did that right. Yeah, I just that found was it nice. Yeah, it's. It, I mean, even there, I had some spots. That it just, just feels. It yeah, doesn't flow yeah. well. It's a run-on sentence. Like a that's one sentence that I just read. It's a massive run-on sentence. Yeah, and holes in the middle. Obviously, they didn't hole go to, really yeah. threw me off. They didn't go to. Um, I forgot my my high school English teacher's class that would always get super mad at us. Brian, Luca, Mr. Luca. Brian, what did you think of Roller Drum? I thought it was awesome. I think this is the exact type of game I wanted, and I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> I would I would describe it as Tony Hawk Pro Skater mixed with Twisted Metal a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, 
And it was very short. A lot of games and a lot of developers, I think something we're missing these days is like the art of leaving something to be desired. Um, mm. I think it's just a much more satisfying experience, even though as a consumer, you want um, a full like experience. You want nothing left on the table. Um, there is like an art to not overstaying your welcome and just leaving enough to where you're like, I'm really happy with how much I've played and I probably could play more. Yeah. Value doesn't have to translate to time. Yeah. And I feel like this game found that balance. Mm -hmm. It's funny. Uh, I was on Reddit last night and I saw this post that said, it was a screenshot of an article and the article title was developers stop making long games. And then the Redditor though was like, this is the dumbest take I've ever seen. So I was like, okay, I got to check the comments. And like all the comments were like, that's not a bad take at all. No. Like, yeah. you know, we have that take pretty frequently. And I think it's usually aimed at like a open world Assassin's take. Creed game. You know, who's great at this Nintendo, mostly because they put as little work into their games as possible. <laughs> wow. That's and that it coming. makes you like, you go crazy for their games. Cause you always want more. There's like, there's actually a science to that. There's, the minimal approach that people actually appreciate. Well, and there are some games where it's designed like you want like a live service game or an MMO or something like that to be long lasting. But there's some like this is just a concise experience yeah. and it's very akin to like a Tony Hawk. Like think back to playing those Tony Hawk games. I beat, you know, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 came out and I beat it both games in a weekend, that yeah. remake. And it's just because they are concise, clean games. Yeah. And this is what that is. So um, Nick, Quick takes on this game. What'd you think? I loved it. Loved the art on wanting things to be desired. I was a little disappointed. It didn't have multiplayer. I just assumed mm -hmm. this was going to be a multiplayer game. Uh, and I don't know why I assumed that. But that's the one thing I would say up front. Rather we dig into that or not, I don't know. Yeah, I want to circle back to that. <clears throat> okay, so real quick, let's talk about the story and the setting real quick. Because I actually think it's rich, but they don't go too down that rabbit hole. So... I actually wrote this one. Okay, this isn't from Steam. Setting is a future dystopic world set in 2030. A new popular sport called Roller Drum emerges, but it's basically a government distraction from a large humanitarian crisis going on. This sport is enticing to join both as a competitor and house player due to the large life insurance payouts your family will receive if you die. You play as rookie Kara Hassan, who is underrated, and your goal is to win the Roller Drum competition. Is there anything else How's to the story right? that I'm missing? Do you want to get into like what the what's happening in the world? Yeah, I, I, I reference a humanitarian crisis, but yeah, if you if you've got yeah, some background, I think it. So the the organization that's putting on the roller drum competition, it's a very like Roman gladiator esque, right? It's yeah, like yeah. people tuning in to watch other people die, essentially. Yeah. Um. So they kind of like go back to that in this organization that's like distracting people with entertainment is actually working on a contract with the government to control the police force. So they're trying to uh, monetize policing, violence, obviously opens the door for a, a lot of issues so that the whole world is like, totally distracted that this is going on, yet, you are not. And you're very aware that this evil company that you're trying to make money to save your family is also going to potentially ruin the world. You're there to take them down from the inside. Kind of. 
Nice. No, I actually felt like. <laughs> but you don't actually. You don't. Yeah, <laughs> but you honest, don't. Yeah. I, I, I want to talk about this, and there's not really anything to spoil here. That it just the game basically just ends, and I feel like there was really no right satisfactory resolution to what I thought was trying to take them down from the inside. But I think that was the point, right? Okay, was it? it? I think it was just like <laughs> this. While you walk away at ninety four, like not every story ends with a with like a happy sure, victory. Yeah, you know, it was just like here's your money. Yeah, that's you it. Won. Yeah. yeah, here's the next season. This is the world we live in, kind of thing. Yeah. Real quick, would you would you say there, Nick? Uh, let me say first, they didn't have to put any background story into they, this at all. They did, and so I think that's really cool. Yeah, right? it's like this additional piece that's like a cherry on top, not an entire meal that you have to go out and eat to be consistent with the short story. Great analogy. Great analogy. Uh, Let's keep it going. I did not beat the game. So I got all the way to the last boss and just didn't beat it. He didn't eat the cherry. Did not eat the cherry. the cherry. And so I think sometimes when you go 94%, you just got to ask yourself, do I need to go the additional six? I was hoping that you would, but yeah. yeah. Personally? <laughs> yeah. Usually when we review games, we like to go that full hundred. So this was just on a difficulty reason. Right, like you tried beating this final boss. Um, I think I played it like three or four times. So not, I didn't like sit there and really dig it out. But after three or four tries, I didn't beat it. And well, then, I beat it on my first. What I'm hearing yeah. is that yeah. it was too hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, that, you could chalk it up to I didn't beat it in the first few tries. But then the uh, then we jumped into Valhalla and Fortnite for the new season, and I just got distracted and didn't want to go back to it. So I don't turn off this podcast yeah. because we admitted that we play Fortnite now. Yeah, Fortnite's cool. Fortnite again. is yeah. a great game. Yeah, <laughs> it honestly is. It's the metaverse. It's great. Um, Nick, so the story really, I mean, and Ryan, I don't, I don't think there's really much. It just, no. it, the game ends, really. So you didn't really miss no, it. No, you guys just spoiled that. But that makes, uh, you spoiled that for me. But that makes complete sense. I see Oh, the, yeah, I we totally that. spoiled that. Yeah, you know, I see, the, go back uh, I see the creative aspect they did there. Of just the king of spoiling. Uh, no, so I, I didn't finish it, but I think that's interesting that just nothing happens. And maybe that is the message that, uh, hey, the world, Sometimes we have these high hopes, but the world's so corrupt, we just keep going. Your, but your point about that, that just really being extra, really, it, it didn't need it, right? Yep. What Tony Hawk game have you in, like the classic arcade ones where yep. there was a story, you didn't need it. It was just like yep. the gameplay is so strong here that could carry it. And then you get a little extra narrative if you want it. So we are missing just a little bit of like, yes, it doesn't end on this like super positive note. But I think the ultimate idea was you're competing against the, the competition you find out at the end is fixed. Yeah. So you're competing against a guy who has everything going for him and the organization wants him to win because they control him. When you win, that is like a hope to all the people in the world that are watching because everyone like knows this competition is fixed. Mm. But here you are, this rookie coming in and shaking things up right after the last champion who was an honest champion was murdered. Yeah. So it's like kind of restoring that hope yeah. that, okay. hey, maybe that there is someone inside that can take this down. And and you get to see like those people, the, the person you're competing against and his contacts in the organization that are fixing the competition are all, they all get like shaken up because yeah. of that. So there's a, there's a part two is what you're saying. I, I, w I think it I'm satisfied with that end. I think yeah, it was like, yeah. hey, like I mean I, I would <laughs> we're not in a better spot. This organization organization's still probably gonna buy the police, but 
now like children are looking up thinking, oh, there could be like Is someone who can win. Yeah. yeah. I think I think they set up this is a, a really solid foundation for a sequel to this game. And I would, I would love a sequel to this game. Uh, I think, like I said, just like I'm going to compare this to Tony Hawk a lot because it's that same arcade action sport with guns. And to me, it's like DLC, Roller Drum 2, whatever it is, it feels like a very iterative game. Because again, it's just stages yeah. and it's just new enemies and it's new guns. Like yeah. that's a, I think they could really make a sequel with this foundation. And then develop the story further, right? Yeah, I think, and that's a cool story too. By the way, if if Tony Hawk had done a story, or even Roller Drone did a story that was like, Eki's blades are missing, and you've got to find them, it would be really stupid. But they took something uh, like kind of an important story or an important message, maybe to them, and are we're trying to tell a cool story. So I think that was sick. Becky's blades are Becky's missing. blades. Well, I just think like, how do you put a how do you put a meaningful story in like a rollerblading? Sure, for you, sure. Like you don't. Becky's, Becky's blades, blades are Becky's blades. This is what I'm I'm confused with. If her blades are missing, how is she still rollerblading? That's the question I want she, to hear about Becky. Well, since you said this was like a Tony Hawk skater game with guns, which I thought was really funny, we should just add guns to every game and see what yeah, it becomes. Skyrim with guns. Yeah, Skyrim, you know? yeah, exactly. Actually, all right. That would have been sick. It's wanna, Mario Rabbit well, with guns. They do have guns in that game. Um, all right. Gameplay mechanics. This is where I think, and we talked about this already, but this game shines when it comes to actual gameplay. Um, so there's two primary segments to, segments to the game. There's a first person office exploration segment, which is where the story develops. It's fine. Um, but there's the primary gameplay, which is segments where you are roller skating, performing tricks, and then shooting enemies and shooting enemies is a lot more complicated than you would originally think. There's a variety of enemy types and they all are taken down more efficiently with different guns. They all can be taken down with the guns, but there are efficient ways to do it depending on what enemy you're fighting. Uh, and you learn this over time and you unlock these guns over time. In addition to taking out enemies, there are goals within each stage. Uh, very similar to Tony Hawk Pro Skater where it's like simply do a trick in the specific spot, get a high get score. five tokens. They're called combo tokens. Combo yeah. Tokens, yeah. Um, so it's honestly like you get the same with Tony Hawk. You get a checklist at the beginning. And as you progress through that stage, it checks off and you can get 100% of stage basically. Yeah. So I just want to start off broadly. Uh, Ryan, I'll start with you. What did you think of the actual combat when you are in these stages? Oh, I thought it was great. I There's a lot to learn. Like you said, different guns affect how you kill like certain enemies. But they don't really explain that. No. Maybe they did. I don't know. I don't feel like there was never a point where it was like, hey, use this on this guy. So you have to kind of discover for yourself, you know, so in some weapons or some enemies, there's like two weapons that can take them down somewhat efficiently. Mm -hmm. So depending on your circumstances, one might be better than the other. So you get really, really good at figuring out and seeing ahead, like who is in your way and what you're going to have to do to take them out. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, and I, I actually do like the part where they didn't explain it. You just started figuring it out. Right, you've got to, yeah. Where like it's, like there's some enemies still that I really never found that if, that exact key for some. But some of them I'm like, oh yeah, this is exactly the teleporter I'm, guys. The teleporter guys are so They're hard. The worst. I looked up, there is a strategy that I'm, I'm blanking on it right now. It has to do with like the pistols because actually you could actually get a lot of damage down with the pistol. So the first you gun- You gotta have a full clip though. You gotta have a full clip. The first gun you get is dual pistols. And I think it's probably one of the most satisfying weapons still throughout the whole game because it's just like you're doing a backflip, you know, 
you know, using two pistols, it just feels good. Once I got the shotgun, yes, I almost never went back. I was going to ask, did you have a favorite weapon? Yeah. I think I would also say that my favorite would have been because so for the listener, if you haven't played, the shotgun has this timing system where do you have to hold down the trigger. You yeah, when you hold down the left trigger, this is for every weapon. Time slows down. I think that's why they didn't do a multiplayer because that's such a big feature of the game. So when you hold down your trigger, um, you can slow down time, and then you have like there's either a timing thing for a lot of these guns so you can hit it more efficiently um but also just buys you time so you can like really aim and make sure you're going where you want to go um that was a critical feature to the game so the shotgun if you slowed down time this little combo bar would go across the screen and if you hit it just right it would do way more damage it was an instant critical hit a slug yeah a slug shot yeah yeah my favorite was the sniper and so we might as well just say all of them. There's a rocket launcher, a sniper, a shotgun, and the dual pistols. And one thing that I think was really cool about the mechanics were the dodge feature. Was the dodge feature? Yeah. It reminded me of Ghost of Tsushima when you, if you just timed that kill perfectly, it just felt rewarding. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a dodge feature here too, especially when you're slowed down. And you can dodge things and it feels good, but then there's like a perfect dodge where if you get it right at that split second before the bullet's about to hit you, like it just feels so rewarding. So that was a cool uh, mechanic feature too. And I guess it makes sense about the slowdown in multiplayer, but there's also the dodge. Yeah, I don't think, I think the core of the game just with the time mechanic multiplayer wouldn't work, though it would be fun. Like in theory, you like that's why games don't have time dilation features in games right so think about player games think about all of us though inside of a roller drum shooting each other this game would be incredible vr oh i might get sick yeah i I was just thinking about that i would love it (laughs) (laughs) that's not that's not a (laughs) sorry guys wrong wrong thing i couldn't figure out if you're joking or throwing up Uh, we're gonna cut Uh, that right That's going to be the intro. <laughs> like Nick was saying, there's there's times where you, once you get really good with this game, I mean, I remember I'm like doing a backflip, shooting a rocket launcher at this robot. He's shooting flames, but missing me right below. And you're like looking up at this robot. And right when you shoot your last grenade shot, you pull out your shotgun and you're about to land on a guy and you shoot him. And it's like, you feel incredibly skilled. And yeah. part of that is, this game scales so well. It does. It's always difficult. I felt like at each stage, the first few were fine, but at each stage, it's like, dang, that was actually really hard. Yeah. That was really hard. Oh, really? That was really hard. And then you go back to complete some of those challenges at the mm-hmm. beginning, and you realize, oh my gosh, I've gotten so good at this game. Yeah. Like, yeah. I now know exactly what to do here. Hold on, he's he's getting really upset over there. What, I'm not. On? I just love how you guys were crapping on me in the beginning because it sounds like a difficulty thing, and then Ryan's out here saying well, how hard on. it is and it, how it scales. Hold on, there's a thing. There's like, you can have a hard game and beat it. Sure, sure, sure. We yeah, yeah. Jacob and I believe in what's called overcoming adversity. <laughs> oh wow, wow. <laughs> Nick feels wow. the slightest push, wow. and he's like, "I'm out." Yeah, he's like, "I I'm just going to the next adversity, man." I'm just checking. Move on to the next one. Yeah, You're yeah. now in uh, Valhalla. Valhalla. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think you are 100% right that this feels good. And like, there's this, this is probably, this is what I want a video game to feel like, right? It's like right. you're, doing, yeah. you're doing insane things. It's difficult, but not too difficult. 
it's balanced very well. And it's all through introducing, it's like the, the system is that they introduce a gun and introduce an enemy, introduce a gun, introduce an enemy. And as you get them, you figure it out. And then eventually it's just like, okay, now there's a bunch and it's hard. Yeah. And it feels good the whole time. So I completely second that. Nick, you, again, difficulty wise, <laughs> would you say that it was good all the way throughout the game? Yeah, 100%. Liked at the end for you? Yeah, honestly, I mean, I mean, I probably would have beat it if I just put another 30 minutes into it. So I only played that yeah. last round a couple times, but the game was so rewarding and balanced that it was one of those games I found myself pausing consistently and capturing the gameplay I just did. Yeah. Uh, it was like, oh, that was so sick. I want to show that. So... Uh, it was really fun. And also I, one small detail that again contributes to the feel of this game. But when you are out of ammo, the only way to reload is doing tricks. tricks. Yeah, we and didn't mention that yet. And it's like, it's such a simple thing, but it's like one of the coolest feelings to like be out of ammo, but just start doing a flip. Yep. And as you're doing a flip over an enemy, you get ammo again. You just start shooting yeah. again. Like, yeah. right. It like game feel. This is yeah. one of the best like feeling games I feel like in a long time. And the combo mechanic I felt was very great. I mean, I didn't understand it at first because it doesn't really explain anything. It doesn't. Um, but if you're just about to play this game, combos are every time you kill an uh, enemy, it increases your multiplayer. So you have to keep killing enemies without a, within a certain time frame. And once you have that multiplier like 15x, your score is going through the roof. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't understand that for the first yeah. probably four stages. And those are some and of the then, tasks too, specifically. To right. Get the multiplier up to a certain... Get the multiplier yeah. up or um, get a high score. And you can't do a high score without getting a really huge multiplier. Yeah. yeah. So once you understand that, it totally changes the game. And I felt like I was just... My scores were going through the roof. I I mostly beat Jacob and Nick. I went back and made oh, sure. You know what? I need to go back and look because I I, I had the high score you. in almost all the stages. You had one that was like I can't believe you got that score, and then all the rest I pretty much beat. So you beat it. I beat the game before you even started. So you actually got to look at all my high scores. Yeah, I need to go. I'm gonna go back. So I beat them all. Man, and there's no way for him to check right now while we're on air. You're not. So he'll never know if I didn't. So you're lying right now. Is what you're yeah. saying? No, 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 no. No, I beat them. I'm I'll, just saying there's no way for you to confirm it. I'll redact that if that's not the case. There's a total way I can confirm that after I leave here. Nick. Call Emily. Call, yeah. Emily, go check out yeah. my PlayStation right now. Um, guys, anything else on mechanics before? I want to talk about art and music in this So game. That's what I was just going to ask go about. Yeah, I, I would say you guys don't like the out of world. It was like being out of the animus, moving around type stuff. I saw you guys both kind of shrug at it the, uh, when you mentioned the office admin stuff. But yeah. I thought that was a really cool feature and I thought the art was incredible. Both just like the type of art, uh, what would you call that? Shell, cell shaded? It's cell shaded, but, and I think we need to point this out. It's 70s aesthetic. Yeah. Like it's very much a retro futuristic mm -hmm. 70s, which we saw a retro futuristic 60s in Deathloop, Deathloop recently. So a little bit of that feeling, but I thought it was really cool too when you land on every map or even in these cutscenes before you go into the map. It's like these massive white letters of, uh, yeah. Uh, where you're at or the map name ohio which was yeah yeah which was really cool um and i mean one of the areas before the map was you're on a train which was also just kind of cool different mm -hmm. feel up mm -hmm. so there there was like i feel like they put some things into the game uh related to story and art that it didn't have to do and it just added a little bit to the experience it wasn't a lot yeah like the cherry on top again yeah know, like a, a little side meal 
And it was snippets. Like it was like if you didn't want to go and read emails you like you to. like to do, you can just walk to the yeah. exit and start the next match. Yeah. So they definitely balanced it well. Mm-hmm. The art style, like I said, is a, a retro future 70s cell shaded. Um, I saw on YouTube, and this is not a original thought, so this comes from Skill Up, great YouTube channel. He pointed out that this art style is very complimentary of the gameplay because what Cell Shaded does is it's high contrast, stark, strong lines. And what you need in a game like this is you need to see across yeah. the mm-hmm. whole map to see what enemy is over there. Right. And I never thought about that until I listened to his review of you it. You see that like black That's outline yeah. way in the distance. Way in the distance. Yeah. I don't think any other art style, like if it was like a, uh, a very realistic realism art style, that would suck. Like you would They're not be able to. The sniper right? lines yeah. too. Like the uh, crosshairs yeah. on you. Yeah, that, a, would, that would suck too. It's a very strong art style. And I even watched like a, a developer diary where they were talking about like even the the explosions in the game they're not fire explosions it's like no. smoke it's just yeah. like a big smoke cloud so i do think the the art style is probably one of the most unique you know eye-catching things of this game i don't think we would be talking about this as much if they went for a realistic look this is just this has style to it that is unique well remember when you sent it to us i was like oh geez jacob sent us a rollerblading game um that was like my initial thought another one yeah another one right because the first one is really stupid. last one was barbie on blades <laughs> yeah Dude, and then ryan wanted to do a many then ryan wanted to do a whole segment uh with us on rollerblades which it things out weird so when jacob sent this i was like oh no and then I watched it, and you remember what I said to you? I was like, I don't want to play that because I know I'm going to like it. And yeah. So, like, I put it off for a few weeks, but uh, it was just as beautiful as the trailer. So, in in addition to just the visuals, the music. Um, before you know, when when these guys got in here, I played some of the soundtrack, and it's just slaps. It's so good, and it yeah. it has. I was thinking about it on my drive here. I was listening to the whole soundtrack, and it's got some Daft Punk vibes to me. Okay. Like the most recent, uh, out al- like ran- uh, was it Random Access Memories? That that album is very similar to the soundtrack in in the most positive ways. Like it's it's got that futuristic feel, and then again, just like that Daft Punk album, it has like a very seventies feel too. It's got like that funk to it. I love the music in this, and this is what I was just looking up to when I got here. I was like, did they release a vinyl yet? Because usually these indie games are all releasing vinyls now. They haven't released yeah. one yet. This is one that I would pick up, though. Yeah. I really like this one. They got the move modular for sure. Jacob's going to edit in the music over all of our talking this right whole there. episode. So yeah. it'll be more like 30 to 40 minutes. Of yeah. just Sounds like a copyright strike, if you ask me. So, guys, anything else on Roller Drum? No. No. Uh, play, play it. it. Wow. Yeah, is that, the, is that the verdict? Is this That's a strong... Is this is priced at $30 full price. Is this a strong recommendation? I think this... Yeah, I think this game would be great for a lot of people. Um, You don't have to be into Tony Hawk Pro Skater or anything like that. I think it can just be... Well, it's so unique, though. Uh, Even if you do like Tony Hawk Pro Skater, you haven't played a rollerblading game that you shoot people and you can only reload when you do tricks. So, I mean, it's just like a pretty, like, new, like, just it's a natural or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, It's original content, I would say. It's like something new that... I never experienced before so that alone is just like give it a try completely original yeah yeah so strong recommendation from bushley gaming let's get into some housekeeping housekeeping upcoming episodes an episode on fortnite whatever that is yet i don't know but i think we will talk about our recent experiences and obsessions a review for we are how good we are really so good we kind of are jacob what i i won seven of like nine matches the other day 
This is no build mode. And just to clarify. No so, build mode. I was just going to say that. Uh, I'm really nervous saying I'm good at Fortnite because, one, I don't think I am, but two, I'm playing on no build mode. The kids will get mad at you yeah. for saying yeah. Kids get mad. Yeah. My nephew really can't mad. stand that we play no build mode. It's yeah. so it's weird. It's like, like, I think it's such a better game without yeah. it. It's I so can't weird. stand that they don't want to play an actual shooting game, that they just want to build around, do 17 backflips on the way down and shoot me in the head once. And, and then flop, it's over. floss yeah. over your yeah. body. And floss uh -huh. over. Yeah. Anyways. Kids. Kids. Any other games that we're going to be reviewing soon? Are you playing anything that I didn't mention? Valhalla? I don't know if we're going to do a full review of it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, we really, we had a really good review of Odyssey. I think Valhalla might be worth it, especially with the new Assassin's Creed stuff coming just out. Eight the hours only later, thing I remember about later. Odyssey at all was us talking about how terrifying the sharks were in the ocean. That's all I remember. If you that. haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to that episode. That was one of our kills. That was maybe our second or third review we ever did. And a very fun episode, actually. I yeah. Really yeah. That one. You can listen to how I pretty much wiped out an entire island mm -hmm. unintentionally. Oh, that Jacob was also didn't. really good. Yeah. Yeah. I killed an entire population. Science. In that game. All right. If there's any game you want us to review, let us know. October's coming up. A lot of games are coming out. Um, and we appreciate you listening. Uh, just absolutely rollerblade all over that subscribe button. And don't let anyone... <laughs> <laughs> and if you find Becky's blades... Return them, please. She wants to go rollerblading with her friends. And don't let anyone shame you for blowing on your ice cream. Yeah, or yeah, not finishing a game. Mm. Bring it up to body temperature. Ignore what he just said. Finish your games. Have a good week. I love you. See you later. Oh, he, I, I couldn't figure out if you were yeah. choking or throwing up. Uh, we're going to cut uh, that, right? <laughs> <laughs>